This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys on Dubai Eye 103.8. I'm Helen Farmer. Fantastic to have you with us on the Farmer's Kitchen podcast. We are broadcasting live from the International Centre for Culinary Arts, that's ICCA, and cooking up an absolute storm with Chef Kyle. He's from Bread Ahead, one of Expo 2020's most popular eateries. They have a small menu specialising in just two things, pizza and donuts. And my goodness, they are amazing. It's exactly what he was cooking for us on today's show. And we were also in conversation with the team at Spinney's talking about some of the romantic uh, special products I've got in for Valentine's Day, hearing your love stories and getting the latest food news from Foodiva herself, Samantha Wood. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinney's. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. We're delighted to be in conversation and to have stolen away the culinary talents of Chef Kyle Cowles. He is the man at Bread Ahead and full confession. Are you ready? Yep, yep already. <laughs> you have probably caused me to gain about two kilos in the last six months. <laughs> It's good, as long as you're enjoying our products, that's the most important part. <laughs> well, so our studio at Expo is really, really close to Bread Ahead. And I've, I went on the very first day I went to Expo and I was like, oh my goodness, they serve incredible pizza. The lemon curd donuts nearly made me weep. And every time I go to Expo, I'm like, I'm going to go somewhere else. And then I just open the door. Just creep back, creep I, back. I do, and I'm like, hi guys, back, back again. Um, now, Bread Ahead was born out of the UK, Borough Market, yeah. um, which is where you have come over from for Expo. Tell us a little bit about before that. Where did you grow up and what got you into baking and cooking? So baking, essentially, like with many people, baking, your fondest memories are always with family members, your Granny. grandparents, your mums, things like that. So that's essentially where it all started. But I grew up in a very little village in the Norfolk area in the UK, and that's where I essentially went and found my first job. Um, but I've been baking for many years and essentially went to culinary college and I spent two or three years training and just essentially taking my skills and developing further and getting even more and more interest. And then I actually returned there as a teacher a few years later. Wow. So I was invited back. It's a pleasure when somebody invites you. Oh. <laughs> now, here's a question. Were you never tempted to go on the Great British Bake Off? I would be. I was always tempted, but I have to go for the professionals. You I can't now. do the... Um, the everyday one and I really like the everyday one I, I was actually um, due to go on the professionals what I had to pull out oh, um, no. the college I used to study at and work for was on the most recent episode really so do, you, wa- do you watch it with a completely different hat on than the rest of us and you're like mm, should have done that mm, that was pretty nice you're always your own worst critic <laughs> um, but you do watch it and essentially it's more for learning because chefs never stop learning mm. you're always learning new skills mm. so often we do lots of CDP where you go out and learn in kitchens and lots of different things so it's always good to see it but it's also, you spot the errors before they happen been, sometimes. Like, what's that going to rise? So tell us then, what is it about baking that you love? What do you get from it? I mean, there is a, there's a science and alchemy, but it, it yeah. must give you a feeling. It's just taking simple ingredients, store cupboard ingredients, very simply put together in the right way. You can end up with delicious products from breads, pastries, cakes, biscuits. Essentially, very simple ingredients. And there's a very humbleness about it. That's what I like. And there is such a satisfaction about it as well that, you know, and I think that's why so many of us have those fond memories of being, you know, on the granny's stool and, you know, <laughs> making the rock buns and yeah. all of that, because it does when you're little, it feels like magic. And then when you get older, obviously everything, especially if you do it professionally, everything gets quite sophisticated. We're, we're, today we're not going super, super patisserie. We're doing 
donuts. Which is one of our most famous items. And of course, if you've ever been to Borough Market, you will see there's often a big queue. I say Borough Market, even at Expo. There is a big there queue, is a queue Expo there. as well. That queue very rarely goes down. <laughs> well, that's what we're going to be making this afternoon. Pizza and donuts. Chef Kyla's with us from Bread Ahead. They are at Expo, so time is running out to go and try it. Although, fingers are firmly crossed that based on just how popular that spot has been in Dubai, that you might make a permanent move. I've, I'm, I've been scoping out lots of areas um, in, within the streets around my home. <laughs> perfect location, okay. perfect location. I think any location would work, but... But especially Jumeirah 3, yeah, better. perfect. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. I'm Helen Farmer and it's safe to say the diet is firmly off because this afternoon on Farmer's Kitchen we are going for two of my favourites, pizza and donuts, courtesy of Chef Kyle. He is the man at Bread Ahead, one of Expo's most popular eateries and that's pretty much, Chef, the two stars of the show at Bread Ahead and I love the idea of having a small menu but my goodness doing them so, so well. So tell us what are we making today? So today we're actually going to be making our famous pizza. So we're going to stick with the margarita pizza today, which is a true Napoleon style base. Um, really thin, really crisp, delicious flavour. And also we've got to finish on a sweet treat. And obviously you've mentioned the donuts. Yes. We've actually bring in our best selling flavour, which is our vanilla custard donuts as oh well. Oh my good. I'm supposed to go have a dinner tonight. <laughs> I'm going to have to cancel that. <laughs> now, I bought my husband a pizza oven for Christmas, which was a purely selfish move because it is the gift that keeps on giving yeah. to me. Uh, so keen to get some tips and tricks on that but let's talk a little bit about that pizza dough because when I've been in to bread I had many times um <laughs> pizza first of all is enormous but what I find quite surprising is it's not that filling you don't get that oh feeling afterwards is, is that just me trying to fool myself or is that something in the dough no so essentially it's a sourdough base and obviously lots of scientific studies about sourdough makes it more digestible not so heavy it's slightly lighter and obviously the aeration and the process makes it feel less heavy so mm -hmm. it's a luxury that you can afford to have because it's not so heavy but as i said it's the sourdough base sourdough is more digestible more health beneficial um so that's one of the main secrets so you're saying it's healthy <laughs> i can't quite say healthy <laughs> but um there's health healthier. benefits to sourdough i'll take healthier <laughs> so for anyone who's listening today we will be talking you through what we're doing but is it possible to make pizza pretty easily at home relatively easy yeah and actually what we do at bread ahead so if you do happen to join us um we show you how to do it at home. I mean, I was one of those guilty culprits of buying, I've actually ordered one for my return back to the UK, one of those portable pizza ovens. Um, but for many years I've worked with them in industry, but I think it's, there's nothing better than a freshly baked pizza coming out of your oven done oh, well. It is, it is absolutely <laughs> lovely. That's become our Friday night kind of family treat. Um, so let's talk then a little bit about <laughs> Expo because yep. I didn't know what to expect on the food front from Expo. To be completely honest, I, re yeah. I really didn't. I thought it was going to be much more about, and it still is, of course, that education piece and lots yeah. of innovation. And But I hadn't quite appreciated how important food was going to be. What yeah. were your expectations ahead of arriving in Dubai? So I must admit, um, obviously, Expo, the invites essentially came from an Instagram message. So it, that's how we was approached. Wow. Um, and obviously it developed and developed. And the facilities we were provided with were absolutely even better than we expected and obviously the whole experience at expo it's the phenomenal entrance the grand spaces um and as we said with the food scene we've just stuck to our humble home beginnings um what we're known for and that's why we started with such a simple menu mm. um but food is a big part and it's part of the 
when you're planning a day out, when Expo is a day out, well, a couple of days out. Yeah, um, so a few months for me. <laughs> but, um, but food becomes those anchor points in the day, is. doesn't it? You start almost planning your day around, during this area, where can we look to eat? And obviously, I think Bread Ahead, with the queue that we often get it just it's proving popular even more popular i'm so thrilled <laughs> and fingers off emily cross you are going to have a permanent home here but a big part of what you're offering at bread ahead is as you mentioned those cookery classes yeah. um hugely hugely popular do you think there's do you think anyone can be a baker kyle anybody can obviously um and we are open for anybody um from children all the way to the grandparents because of those it's a real family experience and um, it's just understanding how to work with the ingredients mm. what you need to do with them so and that's what we teach. It's how to do things at home, very casual, very relaxed. And my famous thing that I always say is, if it gets stressful, come back to it. Don't let it stress you out because it's a relaxed environment. So anybody can. It's just knowing what to do. I think that's really it. wise because a lot of people, myself included, I get a bit stressed out cooking. Some yeah. people find it so relaxing. Oh, I'm going to lock myself away. We'll have a dinner party. I'm going to cook. The thought of having eight people over for dinner really gives me anxiety. I find it incredibly you know, am I going to get judged? Is something going to go wrong? And you have to kind of remember exactly that when you get into that state of flow. Yeah. Um, that's what you're working towards. And some people like that as well. So even when you're hosting a dinner party, people actually getting involved mm -hmm. and actually not seeing you flustered, but in a nice way, seeing that you're busy, seeing you're enjoying what you're doing. And especially in the hospitality trade. So I was a chef for many years and it's that buzz. It's that kind of professional level that comes down. But transferring into your own home, as I said, the moment it gets stressful, things start to go wrong. Mm -hmm. So a tea break, a very British thing to say, <laughs> have a tea break, have a biscuit, come back to it. You'll have better results. <laughs> My kind of chef. Now, we've got um, many lucky participants joining us today who have been scoring places through spinnies and, of course, through uh, the show yesterday as well. Do you reckon, uh, have, you had, have you scoped them out? Do you think they're going to be up to the job? I've only seen a couple at the moment, but we'll scope them out as we get to the next step. They have got <laughs> their spinnies aprons on. We are making vanilla cream donuts and margarita pizza. Now, as I said, they're massive, the pizzas. How big are we going today? We're going for about an 11 inch today, so more manageable in a home environment. Good, as opposed <laughs> to like the meter that they are. <laughs> and as I always say, just a small slice. We often sell it in the slices or by the hole. And um, Do people buy them by the hole? So when there's a family of four or five, they buy the whole they're enormous. Um, and we found that because often we used to have to question or explain the sizing because essentially a quarter of a pizza is the size of a pizza you'd get in a restaurant. It's humongous. Um, so we actually put a sign out to say <laughs> it's per slice or per hole. And we're selling a lot more whole now because it's quite a nice family meal and it's, you take a piece, you share. Oh so that's what God. we're loving. Tummies rumbling across Dubai. <laughs> Chef Kyle's with us from Bread Ahead. And today we are making margarita pizza, vanilla cream donuts here at ICCA. Brought to you by Spinney's. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinney's. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai I 103.8. We are here live for Farmer's Kitchen. I'm Helen Farmer talking food, glorious food. Chef Kyle from Bread Ahead has our lucky participants and they're going to be making margarita pizza and vanilla cream donuts. I sincerely hope they're making a little bit too much so I can have a little nibble later. And joining us to talk food, especially when it comes to romantic food, Valentine's Day around the corner, is Tiffany Eslick, the creator and content manager at Spinney's. Have you had bread ahead yet, Tiffany? I have not. Oh. And I have been, it's like every time I try and get to Expo, I've ever been a few times, but yes, it is on my list. So I'm hanging around you after this. You absolutely yeah. <laughs> I'll just take should. the crumbs. <laughs> yeah. Now, I was in Spinney's this morning, as I am most days, and spotted already some incredible delicacies. 
and I was glad I wasn't with the kids because there were some pink cupcakes and cookies that would have gone straight in the trolley with those little chubby hands. Um, you've got a lot going on um, for the next couple of days. And to celebrate this, we have got a 500 dirham voucher up for grabs right here, right now on the show because it's about finding love in the aisles. Tell us a little bit about what's happening in store. Yeah, so you know, we thought for Valentine's Day, let's really have some fun. Um, and when we were brainstorming as a team, um, I think it was Ankit, our social media manager, who was like, love in the aisles. And then we, we played with that idea and we thought, yeah, you know, we've got all these amazing products coming in, so let's play on that, um, finding all these fab products. And then we started reading and found out that many people actually have met significant others in the aisles across the world at supermarkets. So we want to know, have you, have you found love in the supermarket? And if not, where did you meet your other half? Was it anywhere unusual, significant? Um, I met my husband on a blind date, so I think that's a little bit unusual. There's obviously no right or wrong answer. I would just love to get your take on this. Have you ever met a significant other or even been chatted up? Where is the most unusual place you have met someone and found love? Supermarket, gym, beach? Um, I... <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to tell you this. I got chatted up in the Spinney's car park a few weeks ago. Really? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even tell my husband. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I told him he didn't care. Okay. <laughs> so people are finding love. I mean, I didn't. But people could find love in the aisle. I like the idea of love island. Yes. So Just putting that pun out there. Absolutely. So, so let us know. We've got a 500 dirham voucher to spend in your local Spinney store on whatever you want. Um, fantastic prize, brilliant opportunity to fill up your trolley and not have to pay a single dirham. Where have you found love and was it somewhere unusual? So let's talk a little bit about what's going um, what's going in store because it's about finding love in the aisles and sharing the love as well. What about if you're single, Tiff? If you're single, so we have got, if you're ready to mingle, we've got a oh. really um, fantastic evening coming up, or two evenings, um, on the 11th and 12th of February um, in the Spinney's Maidan Cafe. And so we're going to, I mean, anyone's welcome. We're going to be doing um, a lot of like lovely sampling of all our Valentine's goodies, things like our Neufchatel heart cheese, um, bottled up chutney, uh, cordials, um, you know, the list is endless. haagen has a new range. And then, of course, like our extensive Spinney's food range, which, um, yeah, I'm super excited. So people can come down single, ready to mingle and have some tastings too? Absolutely. Okay, how? (laughs) So um, if you just follow our social media, um, it's kind of messaging. But yes, on the 11th and 12th, I think it starts, oh, I think it starts at 5 p.m. I could be mistaken. Seven. Seven, thank you very much. (laughs) Oh my gosh, my bad. Um, But yeah, and then head to Spinney's Maidan to the cafe, just to the left of the supermarket. Oh, that sounds brilliant. So this is 11th and 12th, Spinney's Maidan, single, mingle, little kind of canapes and uh, yeah. and drinks as well. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the things that are in store because as I said earlier, I spotted some cup, uh, like pink frosted cupcakes, um, what look like that kind of really fudgy cookies with icing and sprinkles on. Yeah. We've got some lovely things going on. What are some of your picks? Yeah, so those two are just the tip of the iceberg. Um, I think we've got a camembert um, bread wreath like in the shape of a heart so lovely garlicky pull apart bread cheese is love you know it is that's that's my love language Um, the gooey camembert that you can melt We've got um, some fillet steaks with um, pink peppercorn butter in the shape of hearts and it's super easy to cook. You know, you're just going to pop that into your frying pan, scoop the butter over it. You still, uh, if you want to serve it, I would still keep a little bit of the shape of the butter, but you know, it's up to everybody. Um, we have some love sausages, <laughs> which, um, you know, um, it's going to be interesting. Um, so. <laughs> 
shaped in the shape of hearts. Um, it's a burro sausage uh, wrapped in beef bacon. And this is like breakfast in bed. Exactly. And the best way is to kind of cook it, start cooking the sausage, flip it, and then crack eggs until you get tuna pack. Crack some eggs into the middle, and there's your perfect Valentine's Day breakfast in bed. Right, Mr. Farmer, I hope you're taking notes here. We're not going out on Valentine's Day. Okay. I'm more of a stay in rather than kind of look around and go, are they happier than us? Do they look They look like they've got a better relationship <laughs> than us? I think we'll just stay at home and avoid the comparisons. Uh, 4001, let us know how you met either a current love or a past love. Supermarkets, apparently one of the top places to find some talent. Uh, 4001, um, no right or wrong, but everyone who gets in contact with us this afternoon on the SMS or on the Air and Play app will be in the draw to win a 500 dirham voucher to spend in store. Let's go to the text line. Monday um, saying, I met one of my boyfriends at an anti-war protest in 2006. Well, you know they're a good person. Mm. Um, oh, Nava saying, met my husband in college and still together 27 years later. No name on this one. Met the love of my life on Instagram. How? Did he slide into his DMs? Did he slide into yours? And Lisa, met my current love at the petting zoo in my community when he brought in a baby chicken he was taking care of outside his house. And I was taking care of dogs we rescued in Amal Quain. Oh, I love it. Let me know yours on 4001. I, I must have confessed to Tiff earlier. I was chatted up in the Spinney's, Spinney's car park. I was, by the way, wearing a mask. <laughs> Oh my gosh. He told me I was beautiful and I was like, you can see my eyes. <laughs> but thank you. I've <laughs> been taking extra special care of my eyebrows. So we're, we're, we're bang on brand. Um, but yeah, I met my husband on a blind date. We were set up. Oh, actually, and by the way, if you are interested in learning more about dating, we had a f- some fantastic dating and relationship coaches on the show earlier this week. Uh, we heard from uh, Davin Meeson and Christiana Maxion uh, talking about where men and women are getting it wrong. Top tip, if you are using apps, meet someone there and then get off the app and meet them in real life as early as possible. That was my big takeaway. Um, let's go back to the to finding love in the aisles, Steph, because there's <laughs> the love sausage. Uh, <laughs> there is heart-shaped camembert. There's the steaks. What about sweet stuff? Yeah, so, I mean, if you like cakes, we've got probably, every, you know, one for everybody. Um, our honey cake is going to have a beautiful heart sort of st- uh, using red velvet crumb uh, stenciled on in the shape of a heart. You, um, that is pure spinnies, that is the honey cake. yeah. And then um, we've also got a red velvet cake in the shape of a heart. So both these are made, um, you know, in our Spinney's kitchen, along with the cookies and the mini cakes. Um, so, yeah, n- no nasties, just the finest ingredients and all good. Oh, I've just got a message going. Helen, your smile radiates through the mask <laughs> into your eyes. Yes. So true. Smize, <laughs> smizing. Um, we are going to be coming back with Tip in just a few minutes, talking about flowers as well and uh, hearing your messages. I want to know, have you ever met a significant other in the supermarket? Where is the most unusual place you've met someone and found love? Gym, beach, online we've had as well anti-war protests petting zoos (laughs) let me know yours on 4001 and you'll be in the draw to win 500 dirhams to spend in your local spinney's store this is farmer's kitchen with spinney's live at the international center for culinary arts icca dubai only on dubai i 103.8 
Helen Farmer with you. We are live until five talking food and it would be really unfair of me to get you all hungry talking about pizza and donuts as we cook up a storm with Chef Kyle from Bread Ahead if we didn't offer you the chance to enjoy some food too. I've got a 500 dirham voucher for you to spend in your local spinny store on whatever you want. So with Valentine's Day around the corner and supermarkets being a surprisingly popular place to meet somebody and find love, I want to know where did you meet your current partner or was there an ex that you met in a particularly unusual place? Supermarket, gym, beach? Let me know on 4001. Use your ARN Play app and I'll put you in the draw to win. Tanaka says, met my lovely wife in church back in Zimbabwe. We've been married for four and a half years. Jennifer, mine is so cliche, met in a bar. He gave me a fake name. I kissed another guy. We've been married for 10 years. Uh, no name on this one. Please put your name on so I can put you in the draw. Saying, I met my current husband. I like this current husband. Um, in college, but met a boyfriend in a taxi. We end up going to... They ta- shared a taxi to go for the same job interview. Let me know. Amira says, met my husband in a supermarket. I was with a friend who went to school with him and we got introduced. Let me know on 4001. I will put you into the draw. Tiffany Eslick is joining us this afternoon. She is content manager there at Spinney's. Um, you've met someone in an unusual place, Tiff. I have. So strangely, never a supermarket, even though I work <laughs> in a supermarket. <laughs> That's just lazy. Yeah, <laughs> you need to be hanging around a bit more. <laughs> yeah. Um, I met someone on a plane once um, flying back from Vietnam. I was visiting my brother and I saw the guy in the queue checking in and I thought oh he's cute and then we happened to sit next to each other um, on the flight and we were flying via Bangkok and Thai Airways um, and then he and then he was from Ireland and I was actually going to Ireland for a week of work um, a week later and so I met up with him there but it sort of all fizzled Aww. but it was fun let me yeah. tell let me tell you about the guy that I once met on the plane I was flying back from Amsterdam and you know when you spot someone and go I really hope I'm not sitting next to them <laughs> That, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he, <laughs> this sounds so mean, and I'm sure he probably is in the UAE. Um, he, was we- <laughs> he was wearing a hat that had a solar-powered fan on it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and he sat next to me and told me about his car collection. I was like, I'm not interested. And then when I clearly was clearly not interested, you know, you do the whole thing, we go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and you put your headphones on, he leant across and turned the volume down on my television so he could continue talking to me. I was like, wow. That is crazy. I'm just going to have to pretend to sleep for the next five hours. (laughs) (laughs) So that is not finding love um, in in an unusual (laughs) place. Thank goodness. Have you found love somewhere unusual? Supermarkets are surprisingly popular. And actually, I saw um, something on Instagram about a guy who'd heard that Target in the US was a really good place to to meet women. And it wasn't. He just ended up spending a fortune. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I literally called my husband this morning and just said, we need to get on the same page about Valentine's Day. Because there's nothing worse than someone going over the top and you getting them nothing or vice versa. And I was like, are we doing presents? I think no, we went few. Thank goodness. I was like, I would like some flowers. And let's do a card. And I did then specify not lilies. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know. I yeah. just want to make sure he's not wasting his money. Um, flowers in store. And as I said, I was in Spinney's this morning. Already beautiful. Um, how, how and where do they come from? <laughs> so we get a lot, most of our flowers from our suppliers in Kenya. Um, our fantastic growers. Um, we're actually heading there in a few weeks to do some, film some content. I wow. can't wait. I think it's going to be beautiful. Um, but yeah, so they've worked on some beautiful bouquets for us. Um, my favorite, there's this huge spray of um, white and pink rosebuds. And usually I'm not really a pink flower person, but I'll let it, you know, this time I'll you, you would accept them. Yeah, but there's a there's a huge number of different bouquets, different sizes, different colors. Um, so I think there definitely is something for everybody. And yes, yeah, something for Nick to find for you. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I will point him in 
in the direction of the Umsakim store, which is about a 30 second walk from our house. <laughs> and we've had a couple of questions about the mingling night. Yes. Would you mind just repeating the information? So if you are single and ready to mingle, Spinney's has got your back. Yes. So head over to Spinney's Maidan. Um, there's the Spinney's Maidan Cafe just outside the supermarket and, you know, under the same roof um, between 7 and 9 p.m. And we have all sorts of delicacies for you to try. Um, I forgot to mention that we're actually going to have this delicious like, Mersum chocolate um, and strawberries oh, dipped in the chocolate. For anyone who hasn't had Mersum chocolate, well, you haven't lived, quite frankly. Yeah. What's the what's the kind of story about the, about those guys? It's Dubai-born bread. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think what we really love is their sustainable ethos. You know, um, we love the fact that it's a local business, and we're working a lot with Mersam on different products. Um, yeah. So, and I mean, you just those chocolates are beautiful, and oh. they're wrapping. I mean, I just I know, you know they are art. I keep the art. You're wrapping. But yeah. it, no, and, and I think that was like a lovely gift to be yeah. honest. Nice souvenir. So, chocolate dipped strawberries. You've got heart shaped cheese. Yeah. Uh, so, kind of mocktails um, and a new range of ice creams from Hagendals. Yeah. What? And then we also have our new Spinney's food range of ice creams, which is just launched. Um, so we had worked on the pack. So I'm, you know, very proud of that. What, what flavors um, are there? So all sorts. We've got sorbets, we've got vegan ice creams, and then some classics. And um, there's a red velvet. What's um, your favorite? Salted caramel. Yes. Um, and then there's a lemon sorbet, which oh, I really, really like. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. Uh, um, lemon. I was just talking about bread ahead. Lemon um, curd donuts from bread ahead. Oh. It makes my mouth water. Honestly, just thinking about it. And lemon. So when I was pregnant, lemon sorbet was my big craving smoked salmon and lemon sorbet and my husband like that is the most middle class <laughs> pregnancy <laughs> craving I have ever heard um, that sounds absolutely delicious so new Spinney's food ice cream and sorbet so for those of you asking um, it is on February 11th and 12th at the Spinney's Maidan it's the cafe there um, from 7 o'clock so if you're single want to mingle and want to do some tasting that's where you need to be Tiffany thank you so so much always cool. a pleasure to see you um, and to talk romance as well <laughs> um, lots of you getting in touch to share your stories of finding love uh, where did you find love supermarket surprisingly a very popular place especially on the text line as well let me know yours on 4001 <laughs> we've had everything uh, well fitness classes from Mahesh good for you good to meet someone uh, with a similar mindset, and met my ex and his new girlfriend arguing over chocolate milk at the supermarket. Met my husband in a bar 15 years ago, the night we both didn't plan to go out. Always the way, Amelia. Met my wife in the elevator of the CNN building in Media City, and we got married four months later. Ewan, loving it. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. Helen Farmer with you. We are live from ICCA. It is Farmer's Kitchen. We are having a masterclass. Delighted to be, uh, I'm not, I haven't made any yet. Haven't got my hands dirty. Uh, pizza and donuts from Bread Ahead. If you haven't been there yet, they're at Expo 2020 Dubai. Although I've got fingers and toes crossed that based on just how popular they have been, that they will be opening up in Dubai permanently. Chef Kyle joining us now and loving your messages on uh, where you met current partner ex-partner the more unusual the better because we've just been chatting with tiffany from spinney's and apparently supermarket aisles are a very popular place to get chatted up so let us know yours we have and marianne says i met my husband in antarctica i'm from norway so basically travels the other end of the world oh my goodness um we've got 
<laughs> what about Cyclone Nightclub in Dubai? That's like meeting someone in Rattlesnake. You old timers will know about that, Tanya. Um, Arslan, met my girlfriend on Instagram. It's been a year or so together. I'm glad I sent that message, which I was feeling shy about. And no name on this one. Please send your name in. I met my husband, Garrick Street, working one midday morning. We passed each other, turned around at the same time to look at each other and said hello. We went into a Kodak shop, showing your age there, to borrow a pen and write our numbers down. No mobiles. And we've been happily married for 25 years. Love at first sight. Chef Kyle of Bread Ahead, have you, uh, have you met, met a love or a love interest in, in the bakery? In the bakery, yes, but I've just realised, <laughs> I've just remembered one of the ones that are actually most memorable, even more than the one I thought, um, and I was working as a waiter at the time, because um, mm-hmm. I've done lots of positions, and actually what happened <laughs> was I was serving the table, and I think I caught eyes and dropped an ice cream into the customer's lap. Aww. I mean, that's not a very good image, but I dropped it, and then from there I was apologising, some good, some, and then some, things some, from there. Some good one-liners absolutely, that, that absolutely. Come, come, out of, come out of that so-called accidental <laughs> Accidentally, move. I think it was accident. <laughs> Good man. Now, listen, we have got an all-female crew today um, in the kitchen making donut dough. What, what, what are the ingredients that they're working with and how are they getting on? So they're getting on really well, actually. So they've just finished making their dough, which is made simply with strong white bread flour, some free-range eggs, some butter, salt and sugar. So very simple ingredients that you'd find in your cupboard. Ooh, and yeast what's the rising agent or no so yeah yeast? we're using yeast so we're actually using dried yeast okay. in the UK we tend to use fresh because it's more readily available okay. but it's slightly tricky I, to find I, here I don't really understand what yeast is and how it works what what, what do you mean fresh does it grow so how it, do you make it so essentially it's a living organism and it's essentially um, so years ago you used to use things like sourdough as we mentioned with the pizza as your rising agent um but essentially yeast is a organism that lives, that reacts with salt to create carbon dioxide to create the bubble. So it's like a chemical reaction in there. Um, fresh, you generally keep in your fridge. Dried is a little bit more um, user friendly because it can last months in your cupboard. Sorry, now, all of my baking knowledge is from the Great British Bake Off. Um, <laughs> will there be any, uh, any proofing going on today? Is there any proofing? Proofing, of course, yeah. You've <laughs> got to prove your dough. It's not only to... Um, give the aeration but of course it's to get the nice light donut as well we're going to be talking how to make donuts at home chef kyle joining us and bread ahead you might be able to hear people slamming their dough as they should getting their hands dirty here at icca we're having a masterclass with bread ahead this is farmer's kitchen with spinnies live at the international center for culinary arts icca dubai only on dubai i 103.8 Helen Farmer with you. We're live until five, making pizza and donuts. Yes, the diet is well and truly scuppered today, courtesy of Chef Kyle at Bread Ahead. ICCA is the scene where we're doing this masterclass and we'll be keeping you up to date with what we're doing and how you can be making the same at home. And I have to say, your messages coming in on 4001 are making my heart swell with love. Valentine's Day is around the corner and for your chance to win 500 dirhams to spend in store at Spinney's, I want to know... Where did you meet your significant other or maybe an ex? If it was anywhere unusual, I would love to hear it. Message here saying, I found my wife through our aunts who mutually know each other well. We met at a restaurant and got married six months later. Roller coaster ride since then. And Dee says, met my husband at university. Used to spend lunch times together. He was always hungry. So I'd share my lunch, pretending I wasn't hungry, even though I was. Solution, mum packed more lunch. Married now 18 years. Yasminka, met someone in the cinema. How? Tell me, how do you do that? Now, Denzel Washington, it's my favourite story about about meeting somebody. Apparently, he went to the theatre and it was dark. And the seat next to him was empty. And when the lights came up, he looked to his left and fell in love with the woman that had sat there. I was like, oh my goodness. 
It's as if Denzel couldn't get more perfect. We're talking food as well, of course, and joining us now, Davina Devecha, the digital editor at Spinney's, as we explore some of the ingredients that we're using to make our pizza and donuts. Now, we've just had Chef Kyle on. Donut dough is underway and flour is in the bowl. Davina, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? I am really well. I'm really excited to be eating what we're, what they're making. I hope they're going to make an extra yes, one. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> have you been to Bread Ahead yet? I haven't. <gasps> no, I know. It's it's on my list. You it's have on my to. list. It's on my list. I've, I've probably gone enough for you. Every time I go to Expo, I'm like, oh, can't hurt to pop in for another lemon curd donut. Yes. It's delicious. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about what we've been using because, of course, everything that Chef Kyle's using today is from the shelves at Spinney's. Mm-hmm. Flour, of course, being uh, a staple in both of our dishes today. What's available in store and how on earth do you know what to use for what? Right. So uh, what we have in store is the Spinney's food range of uh, all-purpose, wholemeal and self-raising. Um, so what we do like about this is that they're all stone ground. They don't have any nasties in them. And we do have a few instructions on there for you to figure out what to use for what. Um, and we do especially love the wholemeal flours to you make muffins. Um, our social media manager, Ankit, has had success with that. Um, so Love uh, Ankit's yes, Instagram. He's yes. such a talented cook. Yes, 100%. I get lots of inspiration from him. I do yeah. too. Um, so wholemeal muffins. Now, today we're using like a strong bread flour. Um, and we're making that sourdough pizza, um, donuts as well. Talk to me about the eggs, because in my spinny store, it's like a beautiful like egg buffet display where you can pick your own and there's the cartons there. Yes. It's next level. Yeah, we're really proud of our eggs at um, across the Spinney's food range uh, and our customers really love the eggs as well. Um, so our Spinney's food eggs come from Nestbox, which is in Ireland. Um, and, you know, these hens are really well taken care of. Happy hens. Yes, they are very happy hens. Um, you know, they have acres of green fields to roam around in. They have like a really big barn to sleep in. They're well taken care of. Um, and even after the process of laying the eggs, you know, they go through a lot of checks to make sure that you can have the best quality eggs here and you can trace them as well from literally farm to fork because um, each um box that we get is stamped with a code that we can trace so yeah you have a really uh, high quality supply chain really through that I say there are some things that I'm a bit kind of it doesn't really matter where I get it from (laughs) you know you know like I'm just not that bothered but when I I think about eggs especially because my daughter has she calls it eggy pizza she has an omelette pretty much every morning okay and we buy eggs all the time but there's just something about that as an ingredient that is actually really important to me as a mum that I want I want to have that path of truth I guess and and that quality yeah and you can taste the difference you absolutely can you can see it as well you can see when it's come from a happy hen yes um now i had a we had we were talking on the show recently about whenever you go to the supermarket what are some of the things that you always buy they're always in your basket or if you notice them running out you start to get a little bit anxious and for me it is the spinney's salt flakes we are there right. like getting the tiniest bit out of <laughs> out of the pot and in the magazine this month you're having a bit of a special focus on salt which of course is being used even in the donuts today a pinch of salt Talk to us about the range because it is humongous and uh, I still don't really understand like when do you use certain salts at certain times? Well, I'm really glad to hear you love our salt. I do, <laughs> That's good to hear. Um, so our uh, salt range, the Spinney's Food Salt Range, comes from Cyprus, um, from Sailor Salt. Um, and we've got uh, coarse crystals, we've got black salt flakes, a range of those. And we've got new packaging that's going to hit the shelves. So do keep your eye out for that. Don't miss it. Um, <laughs> 
And, you know, it's 100% organic, it's additive-free, and it's made through traditional methods as well, which means that you really get the intense flavor and natural flavor of salt with nothing else in it. Um, and we're really glad you like it. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to pop along this afternoon because we're running low. Davina uh, is with us this afternoon, digital editor at Spinney's. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinney's. Live at the International Center for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. We are talking food this afternoon and delighted to be in conversation with the digital editor of Spinney's, Davina Tefekashi, is here talking food, glorious food. Davina, you basically work yes. <laughs> above the supermarket in Maidan. That must be so tempting. It is. Oh my goodness. Okay, so you can't win this competition today, I'm afraid, no, you no. friend of the show. But if I was to give you that voucher, what would you spend it on? I would probably buy a lot of cheese and, um, you know, the accompanying chutneys and bread and things like that and have a nice cheese board. Yeah. And I've the 500 gems, you could do, you know, those amazing um, table, charcuterie grazing. Yes. Gr- grazing table. Yes. Like figs and crackers and strawberries. Everything you need for the perfect cheese board is right there. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's my problem with cheese, yeah. and I love it. Okay. Um, is I never really know... Uh, we <laughs> We end up end up having like putting the ends into what we call like the dog cheese box because I never right. see. Uh, so any solutions for this? Yes, I normally actually buy extra than I need because the next day when I'm you know done with this fantastic cheese board, I end up making leftover mac and cheese so with Ooh. the leftover cheese. That's the leftover part. Yeah. What cheese lends itself well to mac and cheese? I have put almost everything in sometimes i've mixed four cheeses in there that are completely different i put in goat's cheese cow's cheese it doesn't matter it just ends up tasting brilliant at the end four cheese mac and cheese yeah i am down <laughs> all right so you would buy cheese i would buy cheese davina you can't win this afternoon everyone else can be telling you how to, to get that prize very very soon but let's talk cheese because yes. talking about some of the amazing products that is in store we've covered off some of the flour and some of the some of the ingredients that we're using of course this afternoon uh the cheese aisle is a happy happy place in Finney's. Um, what are some of your picks? Because, um, I mean, the choice is absolutely endless. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, as you can tell, we love cheese at Spinney's. It's one of our favorite things. And uh, our shredded mozzarella cheese, for example, comes from Joseph Heller, um, who is based in Cheshire in the UK. And these are absolutely, absolutely delicious. You can taste the care that's gone into making this cheese. Um, and actually, I'm also excited because um, I can announce the launch of a new Spinney's food range of uh, Italian cheeses. Um, they're going to include mozzarella, ricotta, mascarpone and that's going to be coming out later this month and those are actually coming from Italy uh, from Zanetti which is a fifth generation family owned business Um, so you know again traditional and artisanal methods of making uh, their cheese Um, so yeah we're really excited because there's going to be a lot happening around cheese this year there should always be a lot happening around yeah. cheese. <laughs> now, what I mean, you're talking there about you know a fifth generation family owned business, and I love the relationship that Spinney's has with its producers. And I know pre-COVID it was a lot easier to be going and visiting the farms and factories and, and meeting the people who were there. That's I was obviously been a, a little bit on pause over the last couple of years. Yeah, are we hoping 2022 be able to go out again? Yes, actually, um, and you know. Being able to go out again and producers and growers, just like the ones I mentioned earlier, are is it's why Spinney's has launched a campaign this year where our quite literally quality we've put our name on. And what we're going to do over this year as well is continue to tell stories about provenance, about flavors and tastes and the stories of these uh, producers and farmers and growers 
and we're going to actually be visiting them as well. So members of our team are going to be making a few trips this year. Um, they're going to include trips to Kenya, to our uh, flower and herb farms. We're also traveling to England uh, to see Joseph Heller, whom oh, I mentioned for cheese. The cheese yes. man. Yes, <laughs> as well as uh, strawberry um, partners as well, where we get our strawberries from. I know I'm really biased, um, but I do think British strawberries yes. are... There's the smell of the a taste. British straw that it takes me back to my childhood. We had a, I don't know if this was just unique to where I live, but we had like a pick your own farm. Right. And that was my thing to go with my granny and my little brother. We'd go and you'd do pick your own and you'd be there finding the strawberries in the hay. And then, you know, you'd, you'd pay for pay for some, but most of them were eaten as, as you yeah. went along. It just... They just smell like summer to me. And yeah. when, you know, when you open the fridge, the you've got your berry patch mm. as well and spinnies, it just it takes me right back. Yeah, the memories you get from food, they're just quite powerful. It is, and the smell. I think, yeah. we think we've kind of forget about how powerful that kind of olfactory sense is that, you know, whenever there's a special occasion, it, food is almost always at the centre yes. of it. Yes. It really is. Or, or travel as well. Yeah. You know, whether you are a passionate foodie and you, you make those holidays and think, OK, I'm going to go to Tokyo and I'm going to eat at X, Y, Z. Or you go, you go on holiday and you just happen to stumble across somewhere and have a beautiful meal. Those are often the memories yeah. that, that kind of stay with you. And you'd love to kind of recreate when you get back. But it's never quite the same. Yes, exactly. No, I love to travel for food. That's uh, always Where's the some of your favorite places for traveling? Oh, um, God, I haven't traveled for so long know, now. Me too. <laughs> me too. Um, but I think that when I've gone to Cambodia, I've really enjoyed the food there. Uh, you know, going into little restaurants or eateries where, you know, not really many people would go. I had a local guy taking me around, so that was amazing to taste local tastes. That was so, so nice. Um, actually, even in America, I did a road trip across uh, California and just stopping at random diners or even, you know, amazing restaurants. It's, it's just... It's quite different, isn't it? Mm. You get a lot of memories from I that. I know. We're thinking, I know it's only February, but we're thinking about the summer. And my husband's like, I really want to go to Portugal. I want to go to Lisbon and eat and then go down to the coast. So if anyone's got any tips for Portugal, by the way, please, please, please let me know. I don't know where to start. Not a clue. 4001. I'd love any recommendations of places to go, places to eat, especially on the child-friendly front. Let me know. Um, we are talking food this afternoon very happily indeed. Davina DeVeche is here. She's a digital editor at Spinney's, talking us through some of the ingredients we're using for these fantastic dishes. Bread Ahead is with us. We've stolen Chef Kyle away from the Expo 2020 Dubai Eatery, and he's with our participants in the kitchen here at ICCA. They are making vanilla donuts. It smells amazing, I have to say. Um, and they're going to be making margarita pizza. We're going to be catching up with him very, very soon. Um, Davina, thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, um, you. I know very busy working, of course, on the digital side and the new magazine that's going to be out soon. What can we look forward to when it's on the shelves? Um, so our next issue of the magazine is going to focus on occasions. Um, so we're going to have recipes in there for Mother's Day, for Easter, for Holy. Um, so there's a lot um, you know, to just share and break bread with others. It is yes. a beautiful magazine. Thank it you. really, really is. So well done to you and all the team. Um, thank you again for your time. And we're going to be catching up with Chef Kyle in just a few minutes. Now, I want to know, because we are talking about Valentine's Day this afternoon, where did you meet your, and I hate the phrase other half, your significant other? Um, it, with supermarkets we've established are surprisingly popular place to find love but what about you where did you meet them uh, we've had so many um 
me and my wife met while I was doing scuba diving my sister she had a bucket list to do scuba diving so I went with my sister met my wife after a few months I proposed it's been five years oh that's lovely um, we've also had uh, some the real weird and wonderfuls to be honest um, we've had uh, met me and my girlfriend met at the W Hotel Abu Dhabi in the gym we shared our number started meeting and this Valentine will be my first Valentine with her oh Pramod that's lovely um, what about meeting at a panto uh, we heard earlier that saying I met my princess quite literally she was playing Princess Jasmine in Panto in Staffordshire. Uh, guys, that's from Lucy and James. Huge congratulations. I love the idea of Disney bringing you together. A proper Disney romance. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. Helen Farmer with you. We're getting you in the mood for love. It's Valentine's Day on Monday. And I want to know, how did you meet your significant other? I've got some really unusual ones coming in. You're going to make me cry, Lizelle, saying I met my husband at a Latin American and ballroom dance studio. I was a teacher and he came in for a lesson. Ten years later, happily married. Our first Valentine's Day, my hubby bought me a gorgeous hourglass to signify how long it took him to know we were meant to be together forever. Oh my gosh, goosebumps there. It smells absolutely incredible here at ICCA. Chef Kyle's joining us from Bread Ahead. The Expo Eatery, where the menu is small, but the flavours are mighty. Famed for its sourdough pizza and filled donuts. Are you doing a Valentine's donut, Kyle? We are. We've actually recently launched over the last couple of days. We're doing a raspberry and white chocolate donut. And the top of the two little meringue hearts as well. One's red, one's white. Oh, how cute <laughs> is that? Now, I mentioned, I mentioned several hundred times how much I like the lemon curd donut. And we're making today. What are some of the other bit of a influence on some of the fillings? So we've brought most of our most popular flavours. The things like the pistachio, the lemon curd, the raspberry jam, things like that. Um, the flavour that we launched here for Dubai was the saffron infused donut. So it's very similar, very similar to our custard donut, where we um, infuse the milk with some infused um, saffron um, strands, just to infuse and give that nice vibrant colour as well. And the vanilla is the most popular. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Now, when I came in with the girls, my little girls are four and seven, and uh, I was like, we're going to play that game where you have to eat a donut, but you're not allowed to lick your lips. Yep. I think you need to do a bread ahead challenge of this. It is impossible. Is it? It's more about not dropping the filling down your chin as well. Because well, obviously we, our donuts are so full as well. That's so. what I was going to say. There's nothing, because there's nothing sadder when you bite in. You're like, <laughs> no, that's just, that's just a little kind of whole of no flavor at i think all. that's part of why we've been so popular is because our donuts you don't have to hunt for the filling obviously there's some on the top but it should be equal parts dough to donut so can i ask when you go back to london yep and i sincerely hope you do end up moving back to dubai to open as i said that permanent space um what's it like a borough market what's the atmosphere like it's a completely because it's just where we began so it's a unique buzz um, we have lots of different venues across London, but Borough Market is really homely. It's where it began. And, and it's bizarre to say that during COVID, we had quite a record sale. Did you really? So over the weekend, we sold 10,000 donuts. <gasps> and that's quite a big sale. So, But the buzz of that throughout any time of the year, because it's a big food venue, um, everybody's there. It's got a keen interest in food. And with us being the sweet product, we're often one of the ones you end with. And it's that take home. So it's that really nice environment. 
So tell us then, we're making the vanilla cream donuts this afternoon. The dough is made. Um, what's the next step for our participants? So the participants have just now finished making the creme patissiere, so the vanilla custard, which it needs to um, cool down. And then we're going to whip it uh, through with some Chantilly cream, some, some lightly whipped cream <laughs> to make it more mousse-like. These are all delicious all the words, calories. of course. Oh. All, as I said, by the time you've made a donut, I can't guarantee they're calorie-free, no. but they're definitely guilt-free because you burn off some calories while yes. making them. Yes, very, very strong, uh, strong, <laughs> strong biceps as a result. Um, now, as I mentioned earlier, my husband for Christmas was given a pizza oven by his amazing wife who was uh, being very selfish um, because we decided the pizza's pizza day is going to be friday um we got the uni which is yeah. like a gas one that you know i think we'll be able to take it camping and things as well um it gets hot it yeah. gets so so hot what kind of temperatures are you working with in the ovens there at expo so with the pizza that we sell for the retail aspect it's our oven can go up to 400 degrees celsius Whoa. we generally cook about 300 thereabouts um 310 um, but essentially, the hotter the ovens, the better with pizza. And especially if you're doing those thin crusts to get those really unique leopard spots, it comes from those pizza ovens and those excruciatingly heat, hot temperatures. Yeah, about three, four hundred degrees. Now, you are famed as a London bakery known for pizza. Yeah. If Italians are listening now, if there's any Italians listening and they're like, well, it's not proper pizza, it's made by, it's made by Londoners, what would you say? Um, come and try it. Um, <laughs> we're sourdough based, which is slightly different. Obviously, every across the globe, lots of people have their unique touch. And we've took inspiration from the New York style as well as traditional Italian style. So it's kind of a blend. And as I said, it's the sourdough. And we are well known for the pizza. Um, <laughs> a question here from Laura saying, does chef think pineapple belongs on pizza? Um... I would have it personally. <laughs> Me too. Um, I do have it. Uh, does it belong? Maybe, maybe not. But I do have it myself. I do. I don't mind it. I don't I'm sorry if I've just split decisions. No, no. I don't it, mind that. It is a divisive, divisive topic. I have to say, I'm the same. I've got an Italian friend who would absolutely disown me for saying that. I personally don't mind it at all. Chef Carl, I'm going to let you get back to the kitchen. Yeah. You've got some participants who are ready and waiting to uh, to learn from you. That uh, the donuts smell amazing. I'm going to be doing some pizza next. And I'm absolutely loving your stories coming in on 4001. I want to know, where did you find love? Um, or even just a date, <laughs> to be honest. We've had just about anything and everything meeting in antarctica meeting in cyclone nightclub where was it for you please put your name on it one saying and we met on tinder immediately clicked and here we are two and a half years later one happy child hopefully with many more years and kids to come dancing coming up again tango lesson at duck tack 13 years ago i was sent by my housemate who was fed up of my dubai dating disasters next month will be our 11 year anniversary and our nine-year-old twins were born here oh hannah lovely to hear this is farmer's kitchen with spinnies live at the international center for culinary arts icca dubai only on dubai i 103.8 it is farmer's kitchen with me helen farmer we're broadcasting live from icca and delighted to be in conversation now with chef michelle to do she is here um representing icca covered covered in uh, in logos and awards Lovely to see you. How are you? Hi, thank you. Uh, uh, I'm good. I'm good. 
she says, thinking like, I am so busy. I'm so busy. It's crazy season, isn't it? It is, it is. Uh, with all the new students coming in, uh, and we are soon to be graduating another uh, senior batch. So we're oh. quite excited. Is there and a proper ceremony now? Yes, yes, yes. We're very proud of them. Uh, they worked so hard for the past two and a half months, uh, almost three months. So yes, I... We, we're just oh, loving like it. Like a proud mother hen sending them out into the <laughs> wild world of, yeah. of hospitality kitchens. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle, you um, have a huge um, communication and relationship with Expo. We broadcast from there every single week. And I have to say, food is it's such an important part of that Expo experience. What's ICA's relationship and what have you been doing over there? Well, we were so lucky uh, to be invited every time uh, to certain um, expo uh, pavilions so yeah we've been uh, we've done the Italian uh, pavilion we've done uh, some of the other pavilions as well so yeah um, you're teaching there no not really teaching just uh, taking our students and having that exposure and uh, yeah just uh, letting them uh, learn new things That's so cool yeah. that's like the ultimate field trip to go to a pavilion and just exactly learn, learn about food mm-hmm. yeah um, now, for anyone who's not familiar with ICCA, and I, in, in truth, wasn't before we started doing the show from here, and it absolutely blew my mind the moment I walked through the door. We're here in Knowledge Village, Internet City, depending on you know what you classify your lines are here in Dubai. And the space is enormous. The facilities are absolutely unbelievable. And the amount of gadgets we're surrounded by now are amazing. Who is ICCA for and uh, what's going on at the moment? Well, it is for anyone that wants to start their career. Um, May it be young, may it be old. Uh, It's also for those that want to start their own business, just to get that background on how to uh, cook properly. And uh, yeah, and we do amateur uh, cookery programs, a diploma certificate. We do the professional diploma as well, which is two and a half months, almost three months. Uh, we do corporate uh, team buildings as well, so and other events. So whoever wants to come here, we're open. Well, I have to say, we have Farmer's Kitchen here um, on a regular basis, and there have been a couple of students who have discovered it by being participants here. They've gone on to study with you, which is just amazing, and clearly walked the door and thought, this is something I want to be part of, maybe want to explore this as a hobby, or as you say, starting a career. Um, now, it's one thing to be learning in the classroom and in a lovely controlled environment with a lovely chef such as yourself. It's another thing to be out doing your 16 hours a day in a, in a hotel kitchen. What, how does that work in terms of that transition into the real world of being a chef? Well, we do try here at ICCA to give them all the exposure that they need and uh, to really prepare them mentally and physically. Uh, our timings is uh, basically the same as uh, the hotel timings and we do exactly what hotels would do. Uh, when you go into the hotels, uh, you will start uh, mise en place, you will uh, receive uh, goods and also the cleaning of the chillers, uh, the cleaning of, or just being responsible for everything that is in part of the, that team. Yeah, absolutely. For anyone who wants to find out more about the courses, workshops that you're doing, you mentioned team building there as well. What's the best way of getting in touch and finding out more? Oh, absolutely. Uh, just go to iccadubai.com. Uh, there is so many ways to uh, communicate with us. 
how is the team getting along this afternoon? Oh, yeah. Those donuts actually look like donuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they do. They do. Uh, but it doesn't have the one. It's not the one with the hole. No. You know, everyone knows the hole. No, one. no, no. We are filling them with vanilla cream. Chef Michelle, thank you so much for your time. and let, let you get back and uh, help out Kyle and our participants this afternoon here at ICCA. I'm looking forward to getting fed in about half an hour. We are making margarita pizza and vanilla cream donuts with Chef Kyle from Bread Ahead. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. You are listening to Farmer's Kitchen with me, Helen Farmer, brought to you by Spinneys on Dubai Eye 103.8. We are speaking about, of course, food, glorious food, and getting you excited about the weekend. So who better to speak to a woman whose life and passion is exploring the Dubai dining scene, bringing us together and introducing us to some of the best chefs around. Samantha Wood is the food writer behind Food Diva. Samantha, it's been a big old week on the food front. Um, we're going to be talking about some new openings, but before we get to some of your recent recommendations, I'd love you to explain a little bit about the 50 Best, uh, an award ceremony that took place on Monday night in Abu Dhabi. For anyone who's not familiar with the concept, can you explain a little bit behind it and its arrival in the region? Sure. Well, the World's 50 Best has been running for a number of years. Um, But for the first time, they've decided to launch regional awards um, for Middle East and North Africa. In the past, they've had sort of sub-regional awards for, um, for Latin America and for Asia. So this is the first one for MENA. And it was hosted in Abu Dhabi um, a couple of nights ago. So it's really a fantastic global showcase for our regional restaurant scene, I feel. Um, And the the fact that they've identified that this region should have its own awards um, um, is is quite telling in itself. It is, absolutely speaks volumes. And I think um, for many people, when we think about like Michelin, for example, it's, you know, it's these kind of covert judges that go around with this mysterious criteria how are the restaurants in the 50 best chosen um well they're also anonymous um the difference to michelin is that michelin has identified set inspectors that actually go out and eat in those restaurants um multiple times whereas here for mina i believe it's approximately 250 anonymous voters Um, across MENA, so that's not just UAE-based, obviously. Um, And that covers a range of chefs, restaurateurs, food writers, and also sort of well-traveled foodies. Um, So they're also speaking to the consumer, not just the industry as well. So let's talk that 50 best list that all came together and was announced. Mm. There is, of course, 50 restaurants. There are also some special awards in terms of sustainability, um, looking at particular chefs as well. Um, What were some of the standout announcements for you on Monday night? Well, firstly, 19 UAE restaurants made the cut. Um, And actually, 16 of those 19 were Dubai. And what was absolutely wonderful and a credit to our growing, maturing scene is that 12 of these concepts were homegrown concepts. Wow. Wow. Isn't that incredible? And that would not have been the case, you know, 10, maybe even five years ago. We have seen such an explosion and a celebration. You know, diners really embracing the chefs and the ideas that they have, you know, produce original concepts. So that's, that is remarkable. Um, that make, makes my heart happy, Samantha. It really does. It, it, 
It does. And, you know, and the winner was Three Fills, as you know, um, homegrown and unlicensed concept that opened five years ago that was game-changing for its time. Sheikh Ahmad, as we know, was the, was the chef and the founder. Sadly, he's moved on to bigger and better things. Um, but, um, yeah, for, for that little gem in Jamira Fishing Village to be identified as Mina's um, best restaurant is an absolutely fantastic accolade mm. and again speaks volumes um, to our growing homegrown scene and also for the fact that fact that it is unlicensed as well um, yeah that 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 in itself as well just shows that you don't need to be a fine dining restaurant to make this um, quite elitist um, list as well. So big shout out to those guys. And as you rightfully credit there, Chef Akmal, who has uh, gone on to open um, Woodfire, which I love. And of course, behind Goldfish as well, um, did an incredible job of bringing his talents to the opening of Three Fills. And uh, excited to follow his career as, uh, and see see which of his restaurants get acknowledgement in the, in the next roundup. Um, Samantha, it would be a miss for me to not ask you if you felt like any one or any where was overlooked. Do you feel like anything was conspicuous by its absence in that top um, 50? Okay, firstly, I'd say there were actually 12 Japanese restaurants that made Ooh, the top 50. That's I a know, lot. it's pretty incredulous. It's, it's almost a little bit too much, but then I guess it just speaks to the trend. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's going to change um, next year. Um, and it was, let's remember as well, this was the first list. Um, as well. And I, and I think, it, you know, it's not so much about the ranking. It's about the fact that MENA has been recognized as a region worthy of the list. But if I had to, if I had to critique one aspect of it, um, as good as the LPM, the Zuma and the Koya concepts are, these are regional branches of international brands. You'd never find them on the global 50 best list, which begs the question as to why. So they really shouldn't be permitted on regional lists. Mm. Um, perhaps the original first location of each concept, perhaps, like Clap Beirut made the list, not Clap Dubai. Um, fair enough. Um, and in particular, as we saw two each of LPM and Koya on the list. So I think that was a little overwhelming. Um, but otherwise, I think it's, um, it, it really is a fantastic sort of stepping stone and will really put um, this part of the world on travellers' sort of foodie list. And I think that's exactly it. It's, um, it's such a useful guide for people, both in the, in, you know, who are living in the region, maybe newly moved to Dubai, um, to have a bit of a, a, bit of a checklist. And as, as you rightfully say, some are licensed, some are not, some are high-end, um, some are perhaps a bit more pocket-friendly. And to really celebrate Dubai as the foodie hub that we know it is um, and to have tourists come here and be having a bit of a culinary journey. So well done mm-hmm. to everyone involved and be really exciting to see how, it, how these lists evolve and the process evolves um, over the coming years. Samantha Wood joining us. She is the food diva. We're hearing next about a couple of her top picks, new openings right here in Dubai and you might be surprised where they are. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. Samantha Wood joining us this afternoon. She is the food writer behind Foodivit here on Farmer's Kitchen. Brought to you by Spinneys with me, Helen Farmer. Let's talk new openings, Samantha Wood. We've just been in conversation about the top 50. Um, have you been to anywhere recently that you think would deserve to be on that list um, for future award ceremonies? 
Um, yes, um, definitely, actually. You know what's really interesting, Helen, now is that we're beginning to see hotel-operated restaurants shine. Um, going back to the 50 best list, all the restaurants, I think apart from one in Abu Dhabi, um, were, and I'm talking UAE specifically here, were independents. Um, and I think what's happened with the crisis is that a lot of these big, the big hotels that we have here, and the two that I'm going to mention are Ritz-Carlton, JBR, and Jumeirah, um, have used the opportunity to revamp their their restaurants. Um, they close for a considerable amount of time, and they use the opportunity to rebrand. So one that I absolutely loved um, was, do you remember the Sand in Toes Gem Palm Grill at Ritz-Carlton JBR? Yes, I do. I do. That, that very obscure, um, which was part of its beauty, was that it was just random, very casual, very small, compact menu. Well, it's now, you won't recognize it, Helen. It's an, a Latin American concept with a, with a little bit of Caribbean weaved in called Ooh. Tomoka. Ooh. It's sprawling. It has a separate sundowner um, beach bar that overlooks in Dubai, a, a great sunset spot, and then a restaurant with lots of different alcoves, um, including a cigar bar, a barbecue area, a ceviche bar, um, indoor, outdoor. It's it's absolutely wonderful. It's a real showstopper, but the food is also very good and very, very well priced for a licensed restaurant. Okay, tell us then your pick of the menu. If we're going to go there over the weekend, what should we order? Um, well, they, they do all the ceviches. I mean, what, one of my picks, and I um, probably can't really talk about it too much here, but it's, um, it's a roasted meat dish with this wonderful crackling. Um, so that would definitely, you, you probably know what I'm talking about now, but that would definitely be my, my top pick for a dish there. There's also a lovely sort of seafood um, stew. Um, yeah, and there's a wonderful, I, I don't really have a sweet tooth, but I was persuaded by my husband who does um, to have, and obviously I needed to try it, she says. Um, but this wonderfully dense chocolate ricotta cake. Um, it was a dessert, but it was very much one of these cakes that you could slice into it and you, it would go well with a really nice cup of tea, but at the end of a meal as well, if you have a sweet tooth. It's, it's not a huge menu, which I like, because sometimes I think menus can be overwhelming and you never know what to order. Um, but everything that I tried was, was excellent. Um, who's the team behind it? I believe they've got a bit of a local superstar chef that's uh, been well known at another eatery. Yes, yes, of course, yeah. Well, the team, interestingly, so the hotel has um, hired a dedicated team for this restaurant. So it's completely separate to the other restaurants in the hotel. The chef is um, the ex-Gordon um, Ramsay Bread Street Kitchen chef. Caesar. Um, and the, yes. Caesar, bless he's him. Yeah, so lovely. Yeah, he's so lovely. He? Yeah. He's absolutely lovely. Um, and the head of front of house, the GM, is ex-Kismet. And there's also some other Kismet, uh, Michael, there's also some other Kismet um, staff there as well that you that you might recognise oh, if you go in. That's interesting because I went to Bill Bailey at uh, Dubai Opera the other night and I walked past where Kismet was and I was like, oh, oh it was such a gem. But I'm, I'm pleased that... 
you know, we're managing to retain that talent and they're, they're finding finding a good home there. So Ritz-Carlton, one to watch, not just watch, one to visit this weekend. Love the sound of the menu there. A little Latin American, Caribbean. And can you take your, take, can you take your shoes off if there's still sand around? Yeah, just make sure you're wearing, um, like, glamtastic sandals or nice sneakers. <laughs> gotcha. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good distinction to make. Um, and before I let you get back to your no-doubt busy afternoon, anywhere else you think should be one to watch? Obviously, Valentine's Day is around the corner. Um, anything that we should be adding to our Dubai eating bucket list? Yes. So, as I mentioned earlier, Jamira has also rebound a lot of its um, restaurants. Um, a couple of sort of top picks there. Bastion, do you remember La Parilla, the, yes. the wonderful Argentinian? That was, yes. Um, and this actually, this is a good Valentine's one as well, because it's got um, glorious views of Berge Arab and there's a little terrace there as well. Well, that's now Bastion. So it's a steakhouse brasserie. It's a little bit more casual than before more wallet friendly as well um and um yeah again they're um a really good um, team some ex folly gm there as well um so interestingly the, the hotels have uh, have brought in people from independence That's to now run these run these restaurants um got to eat the foie gras beef tartare um, and the tomahawk. And there's also, interestingly for a steakhouse, a lot of vegan dishes. Interesting. Um, Good. Yeah. I like yeah. it. And, and what, yeah. what I think what you've really explored um, is the fact that hotels are upping their game because for a long time, you know, we as residents, and my goodness, I remember... There's nothing like, like a mood killer of going in and having a romantic restaurant and dim lighting and then stepping out into the bright lights of a lobby. You're like, well, there goes the ambience. Um, and, you know, yeah. as a result, we saw so many incredible independent restaurants, um, you know, not just survive, but really thrive over the last couple of years, as, as, as you noted in that 50 best list. And now hotels are going, well, if guests are coming to stay at our hotel, we don't want them leaving to spend their money in restaurants around mm. town. We want their dirhams right here. So really interesting development and everyone raising the bar, upping the game. Love it, Samantha. Where can people read your reviews in full and get all of your ideas, inspiration and insight on the dining scene? Well, my website is Fudiva with one D dot net and on Instagram at Fudiva. And where are you eating this weekend? Oh, I couldn't possibly tell you. <laughs> Anonymous, <laughs> impartial reviews. That's why we love you. Do you, do you know, Helen, um, actually, for the first time since I would say 2018, um, 2019, I now have a huge list of upcoming restaurants that I need to check out. Um, even just before COVID hit, the list was that list was far diminishing and they're all homegrown which as you know is what I want to support and I want to focus on as well so hugely exciting hugely exciting happy days indeed wishing you a wonderful weekend ahead always appreciate your insights and you've made me very hungry indeed thank you Helen thanks for having me on this is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts ICCA Dubai only on Dubai I 103.8 Helen Farmer with you and devastated to be saying goodbye to the show today. It has been such a pleasure to be broadcasting here from ICCA for so many reasons, um, most of them sugar-coated. We have had Chef Kyle with us from Bread Ahead making pizza, which is about to go in the oven. Our donuts have been 
They've been bombed. What does this mean? Yeah, so it's packing the sugar on. So whenever you think there's too much sugar, you just add a little bit more. Ah, oh, that, that <laughs> is a mantra to live by. Now, I just overheard you saying to our masterclass participants, a bread ahead donut is half filling, half donut. Yeah, so uh, the bread ahead donut starts its life as 50 grams. Uh-huh. Then we coat it in a little bit of sugar. I say a little bit. And some sugar <laughs> and, and vomit in the sugar. Um, by the time it's fried, it weighs about 60 grams. So then, to be a true bread ahead donut, a raspberry jam donut weighs 130 grams. <laughs> so, <laughs> half dough, half <laughs> filling. Amazing. So, it has to be that to be a bread ahead donut. And absolutely no regrets. The, the guys are piping this uh, vanilla cream in. Tell us what's in that cream. Yeah, so that is made very simply with um, a creme patissiere made from, as I said, free range eggs, um, flour, sugar, some milk, and then we fold through some chantilly cream to make it more mousse-like and extra luxurious. Ooh, and vanilla pods? Oh, of course. I nearly forgot that. Most important part. Um, vanilla pod, uh, Madagascar vanilla. It gives a really nice sweet floral flavour as well. You can possibly smell it already. I think <laughs> these guys have done an absolutely incredible job I really really do um, you're in Dubai now until the end of Expo um, and you're going to be running some regular workshops yeah so our schedules are now Wednesday to Sunday 1pm um, or 6pm and they're generally about two to three hours um, there's lots of things Italian breads donuts pizza lots of things to choose from Chef Carl, thank you so much for your time. I'm going to hang around a little bit later (laughs) to enjoy that pizza and going to get tucked into that vanilla cream donut. They look absolutely amazing. All uh, half filling, half dough. (laughs) What what a way to live! I'm catching up now with Ashwata, who has been taking place in uh, taking part in our masterclass this afternoon. How has it been? It's really good. Though I've done this before, this is so different and it's it's so interesting. And now we f- we have the secret of the donuts, and we can enjoy it all at home. The, the secret yeah. of the bread ahead yeah. donuts. Would you yes. think you'd make them again? At home? Yes, I will. It's it's pretty easy to make it too. So I think we co- we all can do it at home itself and enjoy it. Yeah. And the pizza is still to come. I know um, I can see Chef looking over to make sure you're going to get back into the action. Thank you so much. Absolute pleasure to have you with us this afternoon. I'm going to get stuck into a bread ahead donut. Um, Don't forget, you can, of course, go along to that Expo Eatery to learn the same as well. Um, So thank you again to Chef Carl. Thank you to the team at Spinney's. And thank you for being with us too.